to episode 8 of Gaming Fix with your friendly neighborhood host from the internet. Uh, my name is Sam Harrison. With me today, we have got Alex. Yo! And Alison. <laughs> hello, hello! And Andre. I'm not going to talk about Dragon Ball or Monster Hunter this week. What? Lies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and special guest, Chris Edgerton. Hello, he uh, Andre's not going to talk about Dragon Ball because I'm going to talk about Dragon Ball. Oh. So let's go. <laughs> and finally, last but not least, Erica. Hi, I'm definitely not talking about Dragon Ball today. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, rip in peace, Pat. Uh, he'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. He's just moving across the country. Yep, He's yep. dead to us again. Just yeah. that. Rip to move in peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so today we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, we are going to talk a little bit about what we've been playing, but then we're going to shoot headlong into a review of the anime Made in Abyss from last year's anime season. So uh, what we're going to do is, as I was saying, talk about what we've been playing. Then we're going to go up onto uh, spoiler-free thoughts on the anime. And then after that, we're going to do spoiler stuff. And I'll make a definitive break when we start talking about spoiler stuff so that anyone who is listening and is intrigued can go away and have a watch. Last so year's anime uh, playoffs were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and took home and, gold though. Oh, did it? Um, so yeah, uh, first off, we're going to do what we've been playing. Um, so I think it's only fair to have our guests go up first. Uh, so um, Chris, what have you been playing this week? Okay, or so forever, I... Really. I I had a big uh, week in uh, Dragon Ball because I I didn't get to pre-order, um, so I wasn't able to start off with Blue Goku and Blue Vegeta, and so this week I unlocked them and I finally trudged through the awful story mode to get Android Twenty One, um, and really so n- now that I have like the full roster i'm kind of able to understand it a lot more because i think a lot of what that a a, a lot of like the game is very accessible but like it's it's very easy to get frustrated um when you aren't sure like why you're being hit forever and i think a, a, a lot of that can come down to knowing where the animations are so if you just like once you have every character and you're able to go through in, in, in practice mode and kind of see where everything is, um, it becomes a lot less stressful. And I've sort of finally like broken through uh, the wall. I was starting um, my first 100 matches. I had a 10% win rate. That's 10 wins. If you're doing simple math at home. Um, better than my win rate in most beat 'em ups. Yeah, uh, but but now I'm up I'm up to 15 with about uh, 330 matches. So it's a steady climb up, but it's a it's a decent you know it's progress uh, of some kind. So that's <laughs> what's your previous really all ex- I ask for. what's your previous experience with like fighting games and stuff like that? I have so I loved uh, both Injustice games. I I love Tekken. 
Um, but injustice especially relies a lot on a back forward or forward back motion to do a lot of its specials. And those are super hard for me because uh, not that anyone watching this or listening to this can tell, but I have cerebral palsy, which for me personally makes um, a lot of motions hard. Like a, a lot of like quarter circle motions and and just like fighting game motions hard, um, but D- Dragon Ball and and a lot of the other like what are, what are being called anime fighters have like auto combos to like set you up into those things. So you so it it, it doesn't necessarily become about the the motions you can do. It's it's more about the like can you get the space to do this correctly and 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 so like then it becomes a much more like approachable game. And then it's just about resource management of like making sure you're getting the right tag and like making sure you're pulling off the right supers and you, and you have a team where all your supers can uh, sort of connect to each other and all that sort of stuff. That's actually really yeah. cool. I never really would have thought of anime fighters as being the most accessible because you usually hear people talking about how they're the most chaotic, right? Right, right. There, there yeah. is like a lot of nonsense that goes on in them, and I think overall, maybe they require a like to compete at like a high level, like competitively. You need to be able to do like a lot of like the crazy like Roman cancels or whatever they're called in Guilty Gear and all like the crazy air combos. But in Dragon Ball, but you just get to look cool all the time, and like there's a lot of nostalgia there, at least for me. So even when I'm not doing well. As long as I'm not just getting like auto co- or infinitely comboed to death by someone who's way better than me, I'm having a good time. Yeah, that that, that is sort of the uh, of uh, of the struggle of the game right now. It's it's like as people sort of drop off and the better people stay on, what you're going to end up with is you you're going to have those matches where you get stuck in a corner and you get infinite combo to death because people have figured it out. Yeah, uh, I started now. I'm breaking my promise, but I started playing in some ring matches, and it. Uh, I didn't realize that in ring matches, or yeah, ring matches, they have like a three v three auto sh- or like shuffle thing. Yeah, so you just you pick like okay, I want to be this character, and you go on a team, and then you're on a team with two other people fighting right. against three other people, and so every time someone tags in your character, suddenly you're in control, and then you tag someone else in, and they're in control, and that's really cool. So what happened? Sorry, go ahead, please. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's like the coolest thing in that game, and it and it, it's a shame that they didn't, like, that they don't make that easier to get into, because it's a really cool way to play fighters, I think. Yeah, that's the first I've heard of that mode, actually. What happens if one person, like, loses connection? Uh, it seems like it just breaks the whole thing. Okay. I've only had that happen a few times, but yeah, it sucks when that happens. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I've actually, I, I might actually sneak in into the roster here and say that I've not played a video game this week. All I've played is I think maybe half an hour of Divinity 2 and uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. Uh, and about an hour to, well, I don't know, 10 hours of cat condo. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, this week, uh, mostly, uh, I actually haven't talked about this on the podcast, but like I've been on like a big 2018 fitness thing. Uh, I used to weigh about 15, 15 stone, probably probably north of that by the time I actually got my act together. 
Use real uh, people measurements, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have but no idea. Like that's like two ten, two hundred kilograms. Yeah, two kilograms. Wow. <laughs> oh wait, yeah. No, what is that in kilograms? It's, it's two hundred and ten <laughs> pounds. Is what he. Okay. Meant. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna get pounds out of this. Uh, this is really good radio. 210 kilograms would be like monstrous. What, like, 210 pounds yeah. is what I weighed before. <laughs> um, and now, let me just, I'll, I'll recalculate this in uh, American weights for you. I now weigh, come on, calculate it. Don't be a dick about That's it. That's like, those are like <laughs> boulders, not stones. What, kilograms? <laughs> No, 15, 15 stones weighing 210 pounds. That's like yeah. <laughs> 15 boulders. Uh, so, yeah, Large now rocks. I weigh 196, roughly, pounds. So it's pretty good, about 15 pounds off. Um, yeah, congratulations. It, that's a pretty Thanks. short time frame, too, so congrats. Yeah, about uh, just under two months. Um it's more obvious now I've shaved my beard because, like, you can see that my face is a lot thinner. If you look at my face regularly, which I don't think many people do apart from me and my co-workers and other half. I'm entranced um, by it, don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been on, like, a big fitness kick for this year. So I've literally, this week, uh, I've not had any real free time to play games. Um, and the free time that I did have, I've used for a few things. Uh uh, I have been catching up on the anime that we were going to talk about today. Um, I've been watching Dragon Ball Kai because it's a real good, uh, real good time. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I'm on the second volume of the Blu-rays, like episode thirty-ish. Uh, so I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I've always kind of like looked down on Dragon Ball a little bit because uh, I wasn't a big anime fan when it was coming out, and it wasn't shown on terrestrial TV in the UK. So like nobody I knew watched it either. Uh, but now I'm finally giving it a chance. I'm loving One it. One of us. One <laughs> of us. Uh, I was talking to Andre earlier about how I kind of wanted to get Dragon Ball Fighters. So yeah, you should, it's really good. You should buy it. But I bought Tekken seven at Christmas and I've played like five hours of it. I you need should to also finish play that one book. game. Play them both at the same time. That's just just that, do it and get a fighting stick. Get a fight stick. That's the exploding brain. Play play both games at the same time. <laughs> you seen the people who like speed run games like that? It's crazy. <laughs> Wait, did you ever get a fight um, stick? No, I have yet to get a fight stick, but I know kind of what I want. I'm waiting for a friend of mine is uh, like number four Street Fighter in the UK. I'm going to get him to give me some big old advice. I'm like, this is kind of what I want, but which one should I actually buy? Um, so uh, I'm hoping to actually have a conversation with him at some point, but I have not done because he's just had a baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, so also uh, the one thing that I'm going to mention that's not in any way remotely video games related is I've watched four boxing movies this week because I've been nice. doing boxing with my personal trainer uh, and it's really got me in the mood. Are they uh, all, all rocky? Yeah, that, that, uh, I was going to ask. No, so um, one of them is technically an MMA movie, uh, Warrior, with uh, uh, Joel Edgerton and yeah. uh, Tom Hardy. Uh, no relation, watching, by the way. No, no relation? No. Are you watching... Chris, 
please. No, I, I go ahead. I was making a stupid joke about how if I was related to Joel Edgerton, y'all know about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's fair. Uh, are you watching Girl Fight, the Michelle Rodriguez movie? Uh, so that's on my list of movies to watch. Uh, my boyfriend's name is Adrian, which is like a real good Rocky joke. <laughs> That's an extremely good joke. Um, so I have a list of uh, a list of movies here on my phone, which I've been ticking off. Uh, so I watched today. I watched Bleed for this, which is Miles Teller's boxing movie about uh, Vinny Paziano, who was the um, inspiration for Rocky. Uh, it's all based on a true story. He basically. Uh, takes on this, he's not a great boxer. He takes on a new trainer and becomes extremely good. And just after he wins a world title, he's in a car accident and severs his spine. Um, and it's all about like him trying to be like, no, I can still box again. And everyone's like, you can't box again, Vinny. Like, don't please try, stop trying to box. Uh, it's really good. I finished watching it this evening. It's got a really cool ending, um, which isn't the ending from Rocky, which was quite surprising. Uh, obviously, I've watched Rocky this week. Uh, and I watched Creed. Uh, yeah. If anyone hasn't seen Creed, Creed's like probably the best movie that came out that year, 2015, 2016. Um, or at least for me. Uh, so yeah, go go watch all of, go watch. Uh, I would say in order of quality, Rocky's obviously number one, but then Creed, Bleed for This, and Warrior, all four are fantastic movies. Would highly recommend. Um, next week, I will definitely play a video game. I promise. Uh, <laughs> You but, really uh, wanted thought, to talk about those boxing movies. Yeah, I did actually kind of want to talk about them. So <laughs> thanks everyone for indulging me and not being uh, not being uncool <laughs> about it. Cut in line and we're just you just win. <laughs> I I figured guest goes first, then the person with the least to talk about goes second. Uh, and uh, speaking of uh, having things to talk about, Erica, do you want to go next? Yeah, um, I'm probably the next least in terms of things to talk about. Um, yeah, I didn't play a whole lot this week. It was kind of a busy week. My sister was in the hospital. She's home now, thankfully. Who's shuffling paper? Oh, that, sorry, that's Xavier. He's grading next to me. Let me tell him to shuffle quieter. <laughs> Babe, you're, you're shuffling too loudly for papers. Oh, alright. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, He's doing some of the, those last minute grading. Um, but yeah, so I I did touch a couple of things. I, I'm still grinding on Cat Condo. <laughs> oh, jeez. My lamp fell again. Okay. Um, <laughs> that game gets hella grindy. It, yeah, right? Like, at a certain point, I'm just like, oh, no, should I keep playing this? But then I unlock a new cat as soon as I feel like I'm going to stop. And then I'm like, oh, maybe I should keep playing it. <laughs> I feel like past 18, it gets super grindy. Yeah, because I'm I'm only on like 21, and I've been on 21 for like three days. Yeah, it's almost like they want you to spend money or something. <laughs> I did give them money too. Like <laughs> it's funny because I think I've already spent like nine pounds on it. Oh, I'm not spending any more. But I think I think one of the upgrades actually puts you at a detriment. The the quicker speed one because. That's because I found That's like if I want to buy a bunch of cats, then all of a sudden I can't maximize my spaces because it's just filling them in so quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I yep. bought one of those. Um, I have twenty five cats right now. I'm looking like I'm probably gonna get twenty six very soon. I think um, I'm at twenty five as well. I can't remember what what cat is it. If you want to spoil it, uh, the Maine Coon. I'm one after you. Okay. So yeah. it, it 
is the collecting of the cats is that sort of like the the not like because like when i think about clickers i i think about the ones that have like a damage gate to like progress up but yeah. like this doesn't seem like it would have that so is it is it just the you get more overall money or cats you get the next cat or like how does that so it's kind work? of like threes in terms of you like you put you put two cats of the same type on top of each other and there's like a definitive level for system for each of them so you uh you you combine two level 1 cats to make a level 2 cat and then you combine two level 2 cats to make a level 3 cat and so on okay. and so you just keep building up until you get to 40 cats is the max which i'm not near yet but <laughs> Okay. Each cat, actually, like, me- sorry, I was gonna say, each cat per second generates a certain amount of income that you can spend coins on for more cats. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then you can buy higher level cats, so you don't have to start at level one every single time. They don't call it something like meow come or something. Like, I mean, <laughs> I, they're, they're like a no, little coin with like a, a paw on it. Like it doesn't like, really look like anything. In, in cat, like <laughs> it's it's the newest <laughs> cryptocurrency. <laughs> But other than that, I've been playing. I played yesterday. I played some Mario Kart Deluxe Eight Deluxe um, with my charges. I am a nanny for the stream, so people can know Just that. For the stream, uh, <laughs> for the stream. but I mean, like, you guys all know already. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I the kids have had off all week, so I brought my Switch over because they've been dying to take a look at it. Um, and we played a bunch of Mario Kart, um, and I played on like the the little one Joy-Con thing with my fucked up thumb, <laughs> and it I will tell you it hurts like hell today. <laughs> like I haven't been wearing the brace at all because it's super annoying and I don't like it. Even though I told my doctor I was being very good about it, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I put it back on today because my thumb is. Killing me, but I don't know. I had fun though. I I, I got schooled like hard by a nine year old. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, you know about drifting?" Like, <laughs> I didn't realize he knew. But um, yeah. So I played with him. I, I played with his six year old sister also, who has not really played any Mario Kart. Like he has Mario Kart Eight on the Wii U, but uh she doesn't really play it much and she got super into it, which was exciting. So you know, I like when the kids get into that kind of stuff. <laughs> are you into the cars or the bikes? Um, I usually go car. I mean I feel like it's more I pick a character and then I just kinda see which like I kinda just build from there and I usually end up with a car, I would say. Why are you a bike man? No, I'm just wondering. I haven't decided. <laughs> that was a very pregnant pause. Yeah. <laughs> so, you a bike man? <laughs> I'm bike curious. <laughs> uh, well, I have an episode title. Thank you. control. So, don't use Mario Kart as these bikes. Don't use that because it's a South Park joke. Uh, <laughs> deleted. But yeah, I don't know. It's still fun, still a good game, but no, just not not a very exciting one to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, 
AJ, who's my, my oldest charge, was very excited to see like some of the characters that are locked in the Wii U version are unlocked. Or in... DLC or whatever. And... Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's nine. He's not paying for characters. So. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like very excited. He's like, oh, the villager. I'm like, okay, yay. <laughs> <laughs> But, I'll you give know. two shits about that villager. <laughs> you gotta be nine, and then maybe you'll care. <laughs> gotta care about Animal Crossing, then maybe I'd care. Yeah, he's never... I don't Get know. <laughs> uh, okay, but Andre, apart from not caring about Animal Crossing, what have you, have you been caring about this week? Uh, a, a mobile game call. Uh, I was just looking like, oh, I've got some Google Play credit. Maybe I'll buy a game. And then I was like, oh, there's like they have like their early access equivalent or whatever. It's like this game is still in development, so it might change or whatever. Uh, and so I saw a game called Tall Num. That stands for Tall Number. Um, and it's it's uh, I guess like Cat Condo. It is a threes like. Uh, but not in like not in like a 2048 like it's a clone kind of way it does its own thing but that's the kind of game it is it's your matching things and stacking them on top of each other and then they become a bigger thing uh so you start with like twos and fours and you but they're all it's just like in a tower you're just building this tower of numbers and so you've got like twos and fours and eights and you get like a six in there and you're like what what do I do with this? But um, you can combine um, stacks of numbers to make bigger numbers. So if you've got like a six and a two, you can swipe them together and then they become an eight. But you can only do like one stack at a time. So you can't like stack one set of six and two together and then stack another set of six and two together. Uh, To get like 16, you have to like stack, put like six and two together with an eight to get rid of that and then you can stack like another thing together uh so yeah it's it's pretty cool if you're into like a three into threes um it's definitely just a nice little like oh i got a couple minutes i'm gonna stack some numbers uh there like currently since it's still in development i don't know if this will change but there are no like ads that it forces you to watch usually like free games will like hey watch this ad now mm-hmm. um but like you can watch to get like some gold and you can use gold to unlock like alternate um, like aesthetics, I guess there's like wireframe and like sepia and like a panda one or something. Uh, so there are a bunch of different like themes basically. Um, but you also unlock like half of them just by like playing and like getting high scores and like the higher your score, uh, every score like accumulates up into getting towards these things haven't figured out what to do with a 15 like i mean i can make it into like a 30 and then put like a two on there i get 32 and put two 16s together but it's yeah uh so still learning how to play it really but uh yeah i would recommend a tall num on phones i don't know if it's on ios but it's definitely on android right now (laughs) what does it get you when you give them real real money uh you get gold that you can use to unlock the other. Uh, so I think you can use gold if you're like, oh, I want to rewind. Like I, I screwed that up or like, you know, I had a stray stroke uh, because like you're stroking down to take things from the top of the pile, put them on the bottom and then up to do things to the top, go left and like down and left to, or up and left to swipe things together. 
And then you can do a thing where you go like to the right and down sometimes. I don't know what triggers it. You go right and down and it will like take a few and like zero them all out to like one or two. And then they'll all combine. So that way, if your tower is getting too tall and you're in danger of losing, it will all just like close together and like shrink down a bit. I'll try it out. Like, I feel like I always like mobile games that don't force you to watch ads. And so I, I usually oh, I end up spending more money on them. <laughs> it's on iOS, so I just picked it up. Yeah, it's 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 a like when I was starting out in the tutorial, it was a little weird to actually like get used to the controls and like things weren't working quite right. It seemed, but once I got out of the tutorial stuff, it seemed like it actually started working correctly. But I. I think I was doing things too quickly for the tutorial. So then it'd be like, okay, now do this thing. I'm like, I can't, I can't do like the swipe right and down thing. It won't let me. <laughs> oh, it looks stylish as hell too. It looks super nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you like threes, check out Tall Gnome. Do you so, like cat, cat condo? <laughs> so when you say oh, you had, oh, sorry. Cats. <laughs> but yeah, when you say you uh, had uh, Google Play credits kicking around, is that because you do the survey things, the yeah, the yeah. Google Rewards surveys? Yeah, yeah. I like the, over yep. like four years, I've gotten like over eighty dollars. Yep. I realized. Jeez. So, yeah. So and you just do like a survey a couple times a month. They give you like you know between like ten cents or actually between like three cents and a dollar. Yeah. Depending. Usually it's like ten, twenty. Yeah, it's never uh, more than like five minutes. Yeah, I, I, like that would be even extreme for those kind of uh, surveys, I think. But um, yeah, uh, it's nice because you're like, oh, I want to pick up this game. I put some money into like that WWE like fighting game from using that credit. <laughs> uh, so like, I never feel bad about it. I'm like whatever they just they gave me this money. I'm just going to give it back to them, or like I'll rent a movie or whatever. The the surveys. There's something you can do to make them speed up. I can't remember what it is. Like there's there's like. A way to do them mm -hmm. like that makes them speed up because i remember somebody told me how to do it in a pub once mm. and i started doing well, this is about five years ago and i had an android phone um but i started using it and like i was getting surveys every day mm. so it was it was a lot of money it went quite well interesting <laughs> basically Can didn't pay to rent the movie for two threw, years you threw it all away Oof. what was that chris though no, I, I was just going to, like, this is just, I have to just find a way to sign up for this thing and they'll just let me do this. Like, It's like Google Response or Google Survey. I don't even know. I think know it's Google called. Rewards. I can't remember exactly. Google yeah, Rewards. Google, Google Rewards. That's the thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You just download it. Just like Google it. You get it. Speaking of Googling things and getting them, Allison, are you playing <laughs> Wait, any game? Oh, I thought, how is that not a segue into Alex? <laughs> I, I, I'll take it, I guess. Um, uh, I've been playing a couple of different things. Um, because of you guys, I'm playing Cat Condo now, so I can blame you. I'm so that. sorry. You weren't even here last week, too. <laughs> I know, but I'm still like saw you guys talking about it, so I was like, okay, I'll try, I'll try this game, and I'm like, oh god, this is gonna be one of those that'll suck me in. Um, mm -hmm. So we'll see how much longer I, I do that, but I, I'm determined to try to not spend money on it, but we'll see. Um, but my main gaming for this week was I picked up uh, Bayonetta for Switch. I picked up both Bayonetta 2 and Bayonetta. Um, you can buy them separately in the eShop, but you, if you buy Sweet. the physical, you get both. Um, have, and you I, have you previously played them? 
I've played Bayonetta. I actually never finished the first one, but I played most of the first one. Uh, I actually never played two, even though I own a Wii U. So <laughs> there's no real. What are you doing? I don't know, um, but I've been playing the first one in preparation to play the second one, and I'm I'm actually getting way more into it than I got into it the first time. Like I, I liked it the first time, but I was never like super invested. And and while the story, I'm I'm still not like invested in any of the like lore or anything. It is it is a really fun game to play, and I'm having a really good time. Um, I'm just about over halfway through Bayonetta 1. Um, so I've, I'm kind of trying to get through that without too much fuss so that I can get to the second one because I've heard that Bayonetta 2 is better, but I still, and I'd like to try that, but it's been a really good time to play. Um, I feel like I'm so, I'm still at that point where, uh, anything on the Switch is super exciting for me. Um, but even though it's been fun to play this in mobile, I tried to play this on the bus, and then I felt way too awkward. So I was like, "No, thanks." Because uh, I'm like, his entire nude ass just. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. And I'm like, I don't want somebody to come up behind me and be like, "What are you doing on the bus?" So it's like, put it away. It's like Patrick Klepek playing Bayonetta two on the plane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I so I, I think that I'm going to keep playing this because I'm really having a good time, but maybe just not on public transit. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Alex, last but not least, what have you been up to? Man, let me tell you about this week. <laughs> I've been so busy with things other than uh, video games, just work-related. It's been insane. But I did find time for a few. I played Cat Condo, just like everyone. Um <laughs> I actually played a bit of Hitman Go, which, like, we just, like, we happened to whip out the uh, iPad because we've been watching some Olympics, and we were waiting for the next curling game, and uh, uh, we decided, hey, let's play, like, let's play some, like, half an hour of Hitman Go, and that game is still really great. Um, I Sorry. That please. game... It- that game is great, but it makes me feel really dumb because I can't even get past, like, the fourth level. Like, oh, yeah. I just... My brain just does not do puzzle games at, oh. at all and i just i can't like it doesn't work it gets it super tricky because you you can't think of it as a static board because stuff is moving around and mm-hmm. yeah like it, it is tough in that way and i think it's really well designed which is super cool yeah uh but the game that i randomly played because i uh connected with an old friend who i hadn't talked with in like three years is overwatch and um nice. that game is in good shape there's a pretty big player base that's still pretty active I ran into that situation where I've been out for long enough that I saw characters and I had no idea what they did. <laughs> what if, what do his moves do? Yeah, like there's some really purple lady, I think, or something, and I, I have no idea what she did. She She's a hacker. I don't know if it was the hacker girl. Well, maybe it was. I don't know. But Sombra is the... Well, there's Anna. She's kind yeah. of purple. I was there for Anna. Uh, I was okay, between Anna the and the, the dude that everybody wanted Terry Crews to voice. Doomfist. Doomfist. <laughs> so, I, I have not played since before Doomfist. Yep, so we're at about the same point. But uh, I don't know, Overwatch is good. I'm, I'm probably going to end up playing a little bit more of it now that oh. my friend and I are like chatting all the time. Was it Moira? Is that the it, new lady? It might have been Moira. She's the, she's the newest person. That I might, think she's a sport. I don't know. That might have been it. I, See, I now you... I, I was saying yesterday that I, I'm thinking about buying a monitor. Now I want to buy a monitor because I can't play Overwatch on this TV I have. 
can't but i mean i could but like it's like a 32 inch tv and i have to be like six inches away from it (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know i'm thinking about buying a monitor so i can have like i want to stream into the breach and get started streaming like other stuff and like having a second monitor is helpful for that because you can actually see what you're doing so do have any of you have any of you ever experienced those like ultra wide monitors like i've never actually tried one so has one i've seen them they're too wide in my opinion they're just too big for everyday like, use or for gaming or both? I mean he he like you know it's really useful when he's grading and stuff like that because he can have end grade open on this thing the thing he's reading and then like a giant bomb video on like the other side <laughs> and you know it that works out well because you can open quite a few things but I just think I don't know how do you look at the whole screen at the same time <laughs> like that's that's why this tv isn't good for like playing like if i want to play like league of legends it'd be awful because i have to like look f- to like the entire bottom corner and to like see things i, I don't plan on playing league of legends anytime soon but yeah. maybe i should I don't, I don't know he doesn't use it anymore we use our tv for the uh his pc's hooked up to our tv now mm. so you know but he, you know, I'm not trying to take his for my my gaming setup, so <laughs> I like my small monitor. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's all I had for this week, though. Mm, light week on games this week, but mm-hmm. I think that's because we've all spent all of our time thinking about anime. Thinking uh, so and living. Dragon Ball Super ends next week. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Uh, Dragon Ball Super is ending uh, probably like Dragon Ball will probably come back because they're setting up a bunch of stuff there's a new movie coming out at the end of this year about like the sands and the origin of Goku's power I guess the first Super Saiyan maybe uh, I think as Akira Toriyama said I think said is going to be like the biggest best Dragon Ball movie uh, I wonder if it'll be in theaters maybe I'll go see that in theaters here that'd be fun how many how many cool. Dragon Ball movies are there a lot. Like 11 12. something? Yeah. I looked at buying the Blu-rays of them, and they come in, like, two movies, a Blu-ray set, and there's, like, and the, seven sets. And they're, like, 45 minutes long each, so... Yeah. <laughs> Movie is generous. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them are a little longer, but, yeah, it's... I, I, I had the Garlic Jr. VHS, and that was my only, like, anime tape as a kid. Was that... Uh, VHS. I had a random <laughs> Dragon Ball VHS. <laughs> I don't know why it was only. It was just like from the middle of like a season, or like a saga, and it was like they were in Garlic Junior's castle, and then Garlic Junior summons Shenron, and then Oolong jumps out and it's like, "I want a hot babe's panties," <laughs> and then he gets some underwear on his head. I don't know why that reminded me. Maybe it's because I have Garfield on the mind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let, give that a sec to settle title. in. Sorry. Um, I remember. He on you and he wants hot girls' panties. Mm-hmm. But I, um, I had a VHS like Garfield and Friends episode something taped, and I was like, oh, years later, I want to watch this because I'm like 15. I'm like, why not watch Garfield? So I put it on, and it's like 10 minutes of Garfield. Then it was just all of a sudden someone taped over it with like porn, and I was like, <laughs> what? Garfield had some really serious friends. <laughs> <laughs> John is really friends with some stuff. Damn it. Why did I miss that joke? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So um now uh Alex uh has Talk suggested to us graphic. Yeah. 
<laughs> Alex suggested to us before we even started recording that we review an anime and we were all pretty down for it. And then it kind of went away while we did video game chat for uh, two months. Uh, but then it was incredibly sensible, I feel, for us to bring it back, especially because it's pretty slow news week for video games. Although we didn't know that in advance, but well picked, Alex. Uh, so I figure, as it was Alex's uh, original idea, it might be cool for you to introduce it. Yeah, sure. So previously we did our kind of comic book club, if you want to think of it like a book club, where we went through the vision and all of us read it and kind of gave our opinions and thoughts on it. So I kind of suggested something similar, but for an anime. And I picked one of the ones from last year, known which is called Made in Abyss. Uh the reason I picked it is because it's fairly standalone. Uh, it's not a sequel like most of the animes were that like last year, like your uh, No Hero Academia uh, and Attack on Titan season two kind of stuff. So it was way easier to get into. But also, I think it's like it's pretty masterfully made. Like if you look at it with in terms of its art and its music and stuff like that, like it's kind of hard to argue that it's like top of its class, especially for last year. Uh, I would personally say that it's masterfully made for its story and characters, but I think, uh, it's like, if you think about the content of it, it's easy to say that that can be divisive. So I think that even within this chat, we're going to have some divisive opinions of people being like, Hey, this part was awesome, but holy crap, I never want to see anything like that other part again. But, uh, I know for me personally that it hits perfectly because I like, like the media I like is stuff that's really subversive and dark. So, uh, like Doki Doki Literature Club during our Game of the Year <laughs> talks, or Near stuff like that, where it, you expect it to go one direction and then it just completely blindsides you. So that's the kind of stuff I'm into. Uh, and yeah, I thought Made in Abyss was something worth seeing, even if you weren't deep into anime. So brought it to the table, and we all made our way through it. Cool. Um, so yeah, before we go full on into discussion about it, I want to say, I think that we're going to try and do one off topic, off topic episode at the end of the month, every month, um, which is going to be like a group review. Um, so we'll try and give you guys a bit more heads up next month as to what we're going to be doing to give you more time to get involved with stuff. Uh, I don't know who's going to pick it. Alex and I have had a turn, so I feel like it's fair to let everybody else have a shot. Um, and no, Andre, we're not watching Dragon Ball Super. I I'm saw you throwing away it. my shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, what? Let's. Uh, how how do we want to start this one? Do we want to say what our feelings were in terms of an overall summation, or um, I don't know. How do you guys want to go about this? Just start yelling, man. Uh, well, you you, got, you guys didn't help me I thought this was going to be a team effort <laughs> so I guess first question what's everyone's experience with anime prior to it I watched a lot of Dragon Ball Yu Yu Hakusho Full Metal Alchemist uh, yeah do we have Just anyone like here my- who like was this anyone's first anime it's my second full one. Come on, bro. <laughs> no, I really have very, very little experience with anime. I, I've seen exactly two full animes: uh, this one and Yuri on Ice. 
And, um, Those are polar opposites. I love it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw, you know, as a kid, like Dragon Ball was on like in the morning when I would get ready for school. But I, I know I've seen a lot of episodes of it, but I don't remember anything that happened. In it. <laughs> um, and the same thing with Sailor Moon. It was just kind of on sometimes, but I never. Uh, those are the only two that I, you know, watched, you know, beginning oh, to end. Sakura, Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, man. <laughs> No, none of them. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking like, oh yeah, I've seen a lot of anime. Rurouni Kenshin. Yeah, I think yeah. I have the least amount of anime experience. So I think with that being said, that probably makes me most interested in your thoughts. <laughs> is King of the Hill an anime? Yes. <laughs> if it is, I have seen quite a bit of King of the Hill. <laughs> but not, not all the way to the end, actually, either. <laughs> uh, too many of those characters are dead. What in King of the Hill? Oh, I guess uh, yeah. Luann's voice actress is mm-hmm. is dead, and uh, Tom Petty, the voice of Lucky, Luann's husband, is also dead now. R.I.P. So, uh, King of the Hill, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> best anime. Twenty seventeen. So, Erica, what did you think? Oh, okay. Um, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumb in the middle. Yeah, no, I liked it. Um, I have my issues with it. I'm not going to say it was a perfect anime. I will say I liked Yuri on Ice better. <laughs> um, but I I am interested in the story. I am interested in the world. Um, I, I think, you know, it, it made me cry. <laughs> but uh, I... I saw that there's a season two announced and I expect that I will watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to go into spoilers until we have the, the yeah, spoiler it's, cut. <laughs> it's a really hard one to not be spoilery about. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the art is obviously outstanding. I, I saw that the art director had uh, worked for uh, Studio Ghibli before and also is a landscape artist, which I think is pretty evident. <laughs> Uh well I don't did we actually like say what the show is because I think that would at least tell, it's not very spoilery to say hey no. here's what the show is okay. because, I don't think we de- um, I don't think we described what the actual premise is no. yeah so they there's a city called Orth and it is is it on an island or is it just on like the coast I think um, it's on an island yeah so it's an island and in the center of the city is this giant hole like the giant fuck off hole like a mile across maybe uh and as far as people know it goes to the center of the earth maybe uh and if you go into the hole coming out of said hole uh will have some sort of adverse effect on your health at least temporarily uh the further down you go the more extreme this effect becomes uh and there are a group of people called cave raiders whose job is to venture into the um, into this abyss, uh, as it is called, and uh, explore and find treasures called relics um, that some have various powers. Some are sold across the sea. They are traded and stuff. kind of runs the economy, it seems like. And our, the story focuses on uh, a group of children who live in this orphanage uh, who are being trained to be cave raiders since they have no family. So who cares what they want? Um, and they are 
uh, 12 years old uh, ish, uh, at least the, the kids who the story kind of follows and they are learning to be cave raiders and they only go down like a hundred meters or something, I think. And that kind of to give an idea of what kind of uh, the ailments that they be- befalls them, uh, they like get vomiting and like nausea when they emerge. The the exactly. Yeah. They get the bends. Um, <laughs> But not not Leslie Benzies, not the good bands. Um, bad bands, yeah, the bad bands. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, the yeah, that's kind of the setup for the story. Is there's this big hole, people go in it to look for treasure, and we got some kids who wanna who wanna get down there and look for treasure deeper. Yeah, and I think that might be one of the highlights of the show was the world building that they did like it's just such an incredibly unique and uh well-crafted world like i was kind of i I always wanted to see what was coming because you couldn't really predict it Mm -hmm. yeah they they set up a lot of really fascinating environments as the show goes on which we'll get into but yeah uh kind of my takeaway from it was i am really completely fascinated by the world they've crafted and I'm not so crazy about the story they have chosen to tell in that world. I don't think it's a bad story, but the, like I would certainly, I could see like a more interesting story unfold there. But maybe as uh, the, as the show goes on, maybe things get more interesting and like more my style. I don't think it's like a bad story, just not my style of story. Yeah, that's probably close to where I felt about it, um, because the world building was, I mean, clearly kind of the star of the show. Um, and the whole concept of this abyss, uh, I think the concept of the um, the curse of the abyss, where they were basically, you can go in as far as you want, but going out is what's going to hurt you, is, like, is really kind of an ingenious concept. Um, and just the art was gorgeous, but I uh, wasn't as fond of the some of the characters I don't want to get uh, but but I feel like I saw so much potential especially in uh not being spoilery but in like the last episode that I was like man what if the rest of the show had this kind of level of characterization and I feel like I would have been a lot more into it um so I I feel like I wasn't quite as interested in the story and the characters as I wish I was but um just I really want to know more about this world because I'm really it is very cool and the way they that they structured the abyss is really nifty and the whole kind of economy around it is is fascinating and i don't know if there's any world in um anime or at least or games or anything that i i've seen quite like it yeah so i will i i will start this off by saying i am probably the one guy in this chat room who really doesn't like to watch anime in Japanese just because I am really a auditory person. So hearing something in Japanese and trying to read it in English while trying to pay attention to the animation because anime is a visual medium is like, it's not that it's, it's, (laughs) I'm messing with you. No, but, um, but it's just, it, it's not that it's, it, it's hard for me. It's just not a thing that I like doing. So I just don't do it as much, especially since now in 2018, we're getting more like uh, English dubbed anime than ever. Yeah. I just 
usually tend to wait. So this wasn't something that I was ever going to like seek out on my own. And generally, I'm I'm happy I did, but I sort of echo, um, sort of exactly what Allison said of, of just the the world design and, and the place and the and the setting and the feeling of this world are so good, and the people in it I think kind of suck. They all just they all just really kind of suck, and yeah, that's just that's kind of just how I feel about it. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm again. I'm on a similar thread in that I thought the world was really cool, but I felt like the focus was wrong for the for the show. I wanted to see a lot more of certain parts, which we just kind of didn't get at all. Um, and I was not a huge fan of the two main characters, um, and uh, a couple of the choices that were made during the show, I wasn't a huge fan of. Which will I'll come up to in the spoiler section. Um, but uh, overall, I did enjoy it. Like, uh, similar to Chris, I massively prefer watching uh, anime that is dubbed. And the one of the reasons being for this is that uh, my attention is often pulled away by my partner or our cats or like something in the room that is happening or like a message on my phone or something. And I like when I was watching Made in Abyss, I was really abusing the back 15 seconds button on my iPad. So I was like, oh, I didn't get that line. Oh, I didn't get that line. Um, I like I do watch uh, a lot of dub stuff, um, like, uh, but for some reason, anime. Well, like I, I have to say as well, I, I would, the dub stuff that I tend to watch is like European movies, and I've got a passing knowledge of French and German, so it's pretty easy for me to watch those movies. Um, whereas I know zip Japanese, so. Uh, I really have to pay attention, um, but yeah. So, like, I liked the. I I do not regret my time with the show, but the also I feel uh, I I didn't feel like it ended satisfactorily for me, Alex. Um, I prefer to watch animes that are done, <laughs> and uh, the, the way that it ends. Again, we'll talk more in the spoiler section. The way that it ends, I was like. I feel like you could have finished it here, guys. <laughs> I think for me, with the ending in a non-spoiler way, of course, uh, it ends on a severe cliffhanger that leaves you thinking like, yeah, there's definitely way more to come here. But I didn't see that as a negative because I think the story that they ended up telling, uh, it, like they finished telling the story that they needed to at that point. And the way that they left the characters, and especially in the last episode, uh, with what happened to those characters and how they developed there, I think that was satisfactory, but uh, I can totally see why someone would want to be like, oh, you en- you chose to end it right there. <laughs> you full-on Rose and Finn us, like, that's, that, that definitely happened in that series. Um, <laughs> do, is everybody, has everybody uh, talked full spoiler thoughts? Uh, Alex, did you want to have a final word before we moved into the spoiler zone? What did y'all think of the soundtrack, though? It was, I, I liked it a lot, actually. Yeah. And I will forever have the opening and ending stuck in my head. Thank you very much. <laughs> like I still, I finished it a few days ago and I'm still like, I still have like the ending theme stuck in my head and it's your fault. 
It's so good. I only listen to those like once each, and I was like, Same. "Okay, skip, skip, skip." <laughs> but see, it was like every time they popped up, I was like, "Yes, this is my jam." But uh, and um. Uh, my anime background is that I was into anime when I was a teenager, but I realized that I liked the theme songs more than I liked the anime. So that's how I got into Japanese music. So this is kind of like, so like a good anime theme song is something that's just like super nostalgic, but also kind of very satisfying to me. So did you know, did you know that, that the composer is Australian? He's not Japanese. Oh yeah. I saw that. That was yeah. interesting. Kevin Pankton. Yeah, sorry. No, this is no longer an anime. It's it's Australia anime. <laughs> Australia may. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so I think it's a great place here. Now we're talking about Australian soundtracks to move into the spoiler zone. Um, so if you have not watched Made in Abyss and the concept that Andre shot out sounds good to you, then I would suggest you go and watch Made in Abyss. Uh, I don't think we're going to talk about anything else for the rest of this episode, except giving out ways to find us on Facebook, Twitter, Google, etc. Um, so uh, thank you, everybody who is only listening to the non-spoiler version. <laughs> Goodbye. Hello, spoiler fans. Uh, let's get down to it. Non-spoiler so, fans, don't listen to this. Spoiler yes. fans, hello. <laughs> hello this one goes out to my spoiler fans. Uh, no. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So, full spoilers now in effect from here on out. Snow ki- Snape kills Dumbledore. Uh, I didn't say spoilers for Harry Potter. I apologize, everybody. He's a huge Harry Potter fan and doesn't have a nine year old twist memorized. There's one person who's like reading book five, like, oh man, this is ending really well. <laughs> so, five um, is like. Five is like the mm, the worst book. No, three is the worst book. Five is. How dare you? No. <laughs> three is the best book, and we will fight everybody. This is a Harry Potter cat. We're going to be here all night if we do this. <laughs> Harry Thank Potter face. Take the words right out of my mouth. Um, so hey, I, I got all day. It's only eight forty in the morning. <laughs> it's nineteen minutes to midnight. So if we could push this one up, <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I'll give my thoughts first because I'm still talking. Uh, <laughs> Fair so, reason. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't want to go too. I actually don't really feel like it's there's too much need for me to go deep into spoilers in here in terms of. I'm gonna, I won't talk about like super specific stuff. Um, uh, things that I really liked about the show. I loved the city. I really liked the characters of the like orphanage. Guy, I like the guy who runs the orphanage and like the woman who's his boss. I thought that was really cool. And like they set up all this stuff with like the caravan and the doctor in episode 11 that kind of never goes anywhere. No, episode 12 that never really goes anywhere because the series ends. Um, I the season I, ends, season end, yeah. I basically, I don't really give a crap about the abyss, I want to see what's going on up top. Like, I want to see the politics of that city that sprung up around the abyss. I want to see the, like, the trade, the economy, like, that sort of stuff. Like, that, like, getting my Battlestar Galactica on, 
uh, in that, like, maybe the central theme of the show is the least exciting part of the show is something that I really felt with Maiden Abyss. And I really disliked Reg and Riku, Riko, uh, as main characters. Um, I was not rooting for them at all. I think uh, with both of them, uh, I thought, I, I, I don't know, I... I just felt like once the first few episodes went by, I was like, I don't want these characters to be 12 years old in these yeah, situ- was, in this situation. Th- that was just a weird, oh, oh, a weird choice all around. And like, yeah. also like, why, why does the show make like four or five different allusions to, to like children being like strung up naked and, and like tortured and like wh- being shoved in their butt. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like a ruler, please. Like, and that's like, it's not the only thing. Yeah. Like like why why is all that played for comedy in this show about like surviving nature and like are are we the real monsters kind of thing that I assume it was like maybe try, maybe the manga actually like goes more into that but I don't I don't actually know that. The manga does touch on it and I think it is a criticism that I've heard a lot of people make is the is the like naked kids getting like uh, whipped or what was it whipped? I can't remember right now. Uh, strung up naked. They yeah. they have one shot of it happening to Rico. It's like a very erotic pose, which is weird. Like yeah. I didn't really and see it's, it it's that way. Pretty but... creepy, actually. <laughs> There's a whole conversation about the 12 year old robot boy having an erection as well. Yeah, so that's yeah. great. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and and that joke goes on for like seven episodes because like they just can't believe that a that a robot boy could also. Be a, have human parts because that's that's funny. That's I, I guess. I think um, yep. this kind of go, comes uh, to mind in the kind of the Game of Thrones way in that there's a, sometimes there's a right time to be slavish to the source material, um, and sometimes there isn't. Like for example, in the original text of Game of Thrones, Daenerys is like thirteen. Uh, when she's like getting married off and having sex for the first time. And uh, that's, I don't know. I, f- I feel like, yeah, there's, it just, I don't know. A lot of the show didn't feel like, I thought the show would have been served better with adult characters or, you know, like late teens yeah, in that and, situation. And, and part of it was me wondering if they're kind of trying to go for the whole, like kind of, anime trope of like adventure is kind of adolescence and you're setting out as a young person but i don't know if i really got that out of the show so it's one of those things where that might have been what their intention was but if if it didn't really come across so i I don't think that anything would have really been lost if the characters had been kind of older (laughs) because yeah i think uh it made total sense to me that they were the age that they were the reason for that is because a lot of shows like this, especially adventure shows, have children doing stuff that like should be well beyond their means. And like from the very start of the show, you're kind of given the thought that the abyss is this big scary thing that like you should not be going down into unless you're fully prepared and you're fully trained and everything like that. And they get like a little bit of training in Ozen's Forest and stuff like that and they have people kind of allowing them to do it against like the uh like against their best wishes really just being like okay you can do this but you're maybe making a mistake and like 
for the first part, they have an advantage. Like when they're in the second layer and Reg has his robot extendo arm so they can basically get past the sheer cliffs like with no problem. So it's like, okay, yeah, this hasn't really been a problem yet. But eventually they hit that point, and that's episode 10, where it's like, oh, guess what? Yeah, the abyss is really fucked up, and we weren't joking about the dangers of it. So you are kids, and you probably can't handle this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, I think the fact that they were teenagers or like adolescents made total sense to me at that point. Because, yeah, it's there's no ex machina found in that show at all. There's no coincidences. There's no... Uh, yeah, like nothing is left to chance. Everything is characters' decisions, and everything is character like the consequences of those decisions. And like Rico finds herself totally messed up, bleeding out of every orifice, with an extremely destroyed hand, and Reg breaks her arm to try and amputate it. Like, yeah. So, 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 <laughs> so, so once they did that, I literally just skipped past that half point of episode 10 because literally the rest of the episode was that and i was like i'm just not gonna watch that i'm just gonna skip right to the next thing and that was just the start of the next episode i literally covered my eyes so that i could see the subtitles and read them but not see anything else because i was like i was i tried to like get through it but i was like i can't do this so then i kind of had that like I could still kind of hear what was going on and sort of see, but I was mostly reading the subtitles because it was like I, real. Yeah. It got real. It got very real. They could have just know. done what they do in Dragon Ball and just have people get body parts punched off and then they're just gone. The thing about that, though, um, is I, I totally get what you mean, Alex, but the thing that I was kind of missing, at least, was I felt like... I understand that the whole purpose of the uh, level of kind of guts and gore was to show you that these things do have consequences. Everything, every action they'd make has a consequence. But at the same time, I wish that some of those consequences could have been a little bit more psychological and more character building. I mean, I got some, like to an extent, some of that, but I felt like by the end of season, I didn't really get the sense like, that Reg and Rico had discovered themselves as characters in the way that I was hoping they would. Um, I, 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 th- I thought that, I think that the characters as they were kind of going out were, were good starting points, but I don't know if I really felt more of those, um, like enough of a, de- a departure from that. And so I felt like a lot of level of kind of, we're going to see there's a lot of blood and we're going to have an episode where most of it is Reg possibly trying to cut Rico's arm off. It felt like we're going to show you the consequences, but as almost like compensating for we're not going to have that kind of level of psychological consequence. And, uh, and I wanted more of that. Yeah, Rico is just Marty McFly. Like she doesn't learn anything from her decisions and from the consequences of those decisions. Uh, it's, I don't know. I've, yeah, I've, like I understand why they've made all the choices they made in the show, like the writing team and what have you. But um, it, I just don't feel like those characters were for me. I, I think it's probably, yeah. I think uh, in terms of psychological stuff, I think Reg ended up going through the most between that scene as well as the whole uh, midi arc. <laughs> I don't like, want to get to that. Did, but at the same time, I don't know if they really explored 
the fact that he's a robot enough. I mean, like, I feel like they did to an extent, but they, but I feel like there's a lot of, like, kind of, uh, you know, almost like Blade Runner-y stuff where they could, like, what does it mean that he's a robot? And, and, and I just feel like they kind of used that as a, like, well, he now has extendo arms and he can use this blast, but he has all this kind of mystery. But I don't it's know if the there's, it of, really explored the... the Hmm? Okay. It's the it's the name of the show, Made in Abyss. That's, that's where he she, was made. She right. was she was also made there. Yes. Well, um, I, I don't. Did they did they do the D? Well, was she made there? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, she's uh, okay. born there. So, so. Um, point of order, because I actually don't understand: is is the mother alive, or is is she a ghost, or ambiguous? No, yet. In so, the show, okay, it's ambiguous. Here's what I want. I want, I want, so I was saying, like, I dig the world they've built, but I'm not so crazy about, like, the story they're telling in this particular instance. If, so I want, like, the Dragon Ball version of this that's just Ozen and Liza. I, I, I want that, like, that I want be... the story of Liza, and, like, she seems fucking awesome, uh, just based on what we've heard. And then Ozen's, like, this really weird, creepy but also kind of cool character. And so like seeing, seeing what drew Liza to want to go into the abyss and for like to go as far down as she could, why maybe she had that desire or something. Uh, I would love to see like that kind of prequel stuff of setting up that relationship and kind of Liza coming into her own. That that would be pretty rad. Uh, yeah. Um, one of the things that kind of, I thought was a little bit, disappointing about Rico was that she had that whole thing where since she was born in the abyss she kept being drawn back to it which felt kind of like almost removing some of her agency in a way because it's like of course she's going to go to the abyss because she's being physically pulled in so I'd kind of almost rather see something like Liza where it's like you have this person who's pulled into the abyss who wants to go in there but it's not necessarily like an instinct or an impulse mm -hmm. so i think i'm on the opposite camp i actually really liked rico and reg a lot <laughs> me too um <laughs> i didn't like ozen at all um, <laughs> even at the end <laughs> i she's a giant asshole and they all just seem to forget about all like the beating up she did of everybody you know like, Same. <laughs> so i was like okay i guess we're gonna forgive her for like trying to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't understand like why that was was in there. Like I I get they say it's for like training or whatever, but I just It I, felt like torture I, porn. Yeah, like I I I I would have so much rather the show been about the cuz like it's almost kind of like Monster Hunter in a way, except you're you're not like hunting the monsters to kill them, you're hunting to like get away from them. Yeah. So, so I would have m much rather been more about the the actual monsters that are down there and not the people in the abyss. But that's, I guess, the, but again. Speaking of characters, people were monsters all along. <laughs> we're the real maiden abyss. <laughs> it's about the abysses you make along the way. But um, <laughs> if we're talking about characters who could potentially swing one way or another, I think there's one. If we were to all agree on one, what do you think about Bone Druid? It's too early to tell, oh but I was super interested where that's going. Evil. Yeah. 
but is he evil? <laughs> he's doing he's doing know. science. No, no, he's no, he's super evil, evil, dude. He, he, he he's wearing the black hoods from freaking Kingdom Hearts. He's Organization Thirteen. He's super evil. He's that like, plus Daft Punk. Like I I don't want like this. It, I don't know. Uh, so I'm gonna say this. Like Nazis did science too. <laughs> There's you can find some images just you're of do, just because you're doing science doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> you can find some images comparing Bone Druid to Doctor Mengele. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay, what, what so I'll, yes, sorry, Sam, please. Then I will go on my. Extremely quickly, I thought it was very funny that it was called Orth instead of Earth. Uh, every time they said it, I laughed out loud. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's my final point. I have nothing else to say. I think. <laughs> well, okay. So, the Bone Druid thing. Uh, do you, Do you have something to say, Allison? Or oh no, go ahead. Okay. So, Bone Druid stuff like the uh, I got some serious like Full Metal Alchemist vibes from oh. the MIDI and stuff, and like uh, like I, I couldn't stop thinking about the dog. That's uh, that's exactly what I thought as well. It's just oh man. Um, and so, like, turning yeah. this... Mm, yes, please, Chris. No, so I, I'm so sorry. I, I don't mean to cut you off. It's just no, a stupid delay. Like it's, <laughs> But I was going to say that the, uh, the transformation scene is also a scene that I did not watch. I only listened to and waited for it to be over. That, mm. that, scene, that scene was extremely rough. Yeah. Yeah, it, like that whole thing with... Uh, Midi and Nitty, Midi, Midi yeah. and Nanachi getting transformed into. Uh, I, I didn't really understand how that worked because they're like, "Oh, we're gonna push all the curse into one side, and then you'll be fine." And like, so I don't, I don't understand how that worked or what made sense. Um, but yeah, there was definitely some like Full Metal Alchemist, like mm, that's uncomfortable vibes. Uh, there was a hot minute when uh, Midi crawled up on. Rico at the end of one of the episodes, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's her mom." I think I had the same thought. <laughs> yeah, I did too. <laughs> it was like the very end of the episode. I was like, "Oh my god!" Uh, and that, but uh, what else? There was another thing. Another thing. Oh, so at the very end, like the very last like shot, I think of the the season is like a cliffhanger of like Bone Drude looking at like this wall of like lights and he's like oh this light went out like that per- the the spirit or whatever we're not getting any signal or whatever from it which is presumably from uh, uh midi who could not be killed um previously they had attempted a lot which was really disturbing yeah. uh and so that led to nanachi running away with midi um and so bonju's like oh shit they killed it. Good job. Uh, I look. I want to, you know, see you. Then uh, talking to himself, but also he looked like he had maybe undergone a hollow transformation. Like he looked a little weird from the back. Like maybe he had like a tail and he did. some other stuff. He, he had like a yeah. big metal tail. Yeah. So I wonder if he had under has undergone a hollow transformation using the information he gained from transforming a bunch of kids into little monsters yeah but so that show had a lot of really rough scenes uh 
And I think one of the worst was probably the MIDI murder scene. I don't know how else oh to describe God. it. Like, basically, I found that scene totally tolerable. Like, even though it was set up so sadly with, like, the arrangement of all of her stuff, and it's like a funeral and everything, and Reg's getting ready to do it, but the scene, what made that scene so hard for me, or, like, what caught me off guard, is the moment where, like, Reg's about to do it, then Nanachi just starts screaming <laughs> mm. and tells her to stop and is just hugging and crying and... Like, that was just such a really, that was a really well done, though extremely depressing scene. Yeah, I feel like that whole episode, the whole um, development of Nanachi and, and Mitty and, the, and and their whole story was, like, by by far my favorite characterization of the show. Um, I thought that Nanachi was, like, was really great, and I thought that whole episode was really just heartbreaking. And that's that's what I kind of wanted more of the show to be, is just that level of, like emotion because I, I felt that worked really well for me and I was I've, even though I wasn't like emotionally attached for most of the show that that episode alone made me go like just hit me yeah that I, was that was so hard I bawled my eyes out during that scene I yeah. my cousin tried to call me and I was like I can't talk now and sent her like a picture of me ugly crying oh. <laughs> <It> was, like, <laughs> like so, a whole swollen face <laughs> because I was just sobbing <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Something about that scene and Mitty. Like, I, I'm not going to say I didn't have any other emotional moments, like, when, when, uh, Riku, when Riku's, um, arm was, you know, the way it was. I, I felt tears in my eyes, but I wasn't crying. Uh, that one, I just lost it. I had to pause it halfway in the episode and just, like, take a break. <laughs> but one thing I do love is that they go from that crazy about a bit of emotion to being really sad and then like one of the cutest moments of the entire show which is where nanachi is eating good food for the first time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, i'm excited to see more of nanachi in, in season two do you, that happens. do you think nanachi intended to kill herself after midi was dead i uh, yeah no yeah yeah i thought she was going to jump in front of the blaster Mm. I, I figured yeah she went. I figured she figures like you know her reason for being there is to take care of Mitty who obviously you know isn't gonna die otherwise so now that you know she's fulfilled that I feel like she would probably have killed herself yeah because I mean like they really established that for her Mitty was like her first experience with love be it familial or like best friend or romantic like it's never really established that way but so, yeah, the idea of her losing that makes it pretty obvious that she probably wanted to kill herself. Yeah. But they also set it up that when they see, when he, sorry, when she sees Reg and Riku, like, that she can recognize their bond and kind of wants to be a part of it. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. uh, I will, I'll actually say, Nanachi and Marulk both uh, refer to by non-gendered pronouns. Yeah. Oh, really? Was, yeah, yeah Maruk is gender ambiguous. Yeah. So, but yeah, Japan Japanese doesn't have like a ton, like you know there are obviously words for man and woman and boy and girl and stuff, but like as far as like pronouns, like there isn't like really a he she that is used too often. There's I guess there's like he him, but I don't feel like it's too common. Um, maybe it is more if I was better at Japanese. I don't know, but um, yeah. So I saw that in the dub when that is finally done they're actually they're going to continue to use gender neutral pronouns for those two characters yeah 
I would hope so. I was pleased with that. Yeah. So, Alex, do you think that that maybe um, that did, I, I? Sorry, words. Um, I guess I'll ask <laughs> I feel you this. Did, did you read the manga? Did you like after after you saw the anime? Did you like read up on the manga? No, I actually made an ex, uh, like an explicit point not to because like when I finished Attack on Titan season one many years ago, I went mm-hmm. back and I caught up to it like and I still actually read it monthly to just stay up with the story because I found it really fascinating. But I wanted to with this, but I loved the animation and music so much that I couldn't imagine experiencing it another way. So okay. I actually have not I have not gone ahead with the manga. Because I was going to ask if the if the disconnect that we're getting is that we didn't read the manga and maybe the anime cuts off in sort of a weird because it sort of leaves you in the, in this weird like it's kind of ha- like you could you could make it halfway in a story but it's also like not necessarily because maybe they go back up or like you know who knows yeah i've so read like, I, sorry go ahead please no that, that that's it i can say um i've read a lot of discussions like i've read a lot of uh very moderated um discussions about it where people who have read the manga are kind of answering certain questions with an amount of ambiguity and a lot of the manga readers were saying that was a really weird place to end it i see why they ended it there and frankly it was probably budget related um but uh they say if they were to continue from that point, like from the point where they had left off, it would be very difficult because leaving off in the middle of that would have just been impossible. Right, yeah. So okay. they couldn't really have picked a better break point is what mm-hmm. a lot of the manga community seemed to be saying. Yeah. Right. No, like that's the tough part with the like currently like in in like like syndication like the like currently releasing manga yeah in production like book or the series and then like transferring it into another medium like dexter did it game of thrones is doing it it's it just becomes like a weird thing yeah and they're making an explicit point apparently the animation studio is making an explicit point not to get ahead of the manga like they do not Mm. want to set Mm. themselves up like that's what happened with the original full metal alchemist and Mm. which ended up being pretty divisive among fans so I've still never seen Brotherhood, which is supposed to be the it's like faithful one. It's but extremely I've, good. I've watched it. It is very good. Yeah, it's very, very, very good. I don't. I don't want to see that dog again. It's, it's only. It's like one episode. You can, if you know what happens, you can skip that episode. There, there, there are like multiple episodes leading up to it. <laughs> yeah, like you see the dog, and you're like, oh man, but what a nice dog. He's so happy. I hope nothing see the happens girl, to him. And she's like, oh, I love this dog. Yeah. And I, oh no. Love to be this dog. It's the pictures of the people cosplaying as that oh. dog. Oh. Father daughter version of that cosplay is terrifying. Yeah, I love the father daughter cosplay where the the, girl, the daughter is dressed up as the dog. I'm sorry if you guys haven't seen Full Metal Alchemist. This probably makes no sense. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's Brotherhood is worth a watch. It's on Netflix in the UK, so you guys might have it. Yeah. That's uh, probably it. I think, it has I been in the past. It is on North America just recently. <clears throat> Brotherhood is just like a it's it's like a re edit, right? It's not like a no everything from scratch again. Yep, it's, it's completely from scratch. Uh, 
<laughs> I guess we're done for Made in the Abyss for the moment. But so with <laughs> specifically <laughs> Sorry, with I'm... no, it's fine. There was a there was a point where it split from the manga, right? Like the original Full Metal Alchemist, where it went this way, but the author intended for it to go this way. So the first like this amount is the same more or less some parts of it being a little bit abridged uh but then from then on out it's completely different but yes it is reanimated but it's the same voice actors and everything cool mm. okay. so back to made abyss um my my thought would be that i think we've kind of mostly spoken about made in abyss in terms of we've all given our opinion um I've tried not to spoil too much, I think. I think we've all been pretty good, really, in that we've talked about everything, but not too detailed. So even if you watched it, you could probably still enjoy the show. Um, I'd like to, if we're ready to kind of start closing up, I'd like to close up on, uh, would you watch a second season? I know, Erica, you said you would. Yeah, I would. Okay, I have one question before we do this about mm. anime uh, oh, in general. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, about continue. anime in general. Um, is like the focusing on, especially, uh, Rico peeing herself a lot. I found like a little, mm. a little much, you know, is that's, that a thing? That's not really an anime thing. No. Okay. Cause like I figured at first I figured, you know, maybe sexualizing younger children might be a thing. And then you guys were all horrified too. So I was like, okay, good. I'm not the only one, but you know, the, the pee stuff was a little, mm. No, I think it was. I think it was to make a point, keeping it kind of grounded in some form of reality, because you know, mm -hmm. shared experiences between all humans. That is one that we could have. I think that's yeah. maybe the point, but it's it's tough to say. That would be one of my criticisms as well. Okay, yeah. sorry. We can we can close up now. <laughs> cool. I think uh, Erica and Alex, you both in the I would watch a season two camp. Yes, I'm like excited for it. Like I will look for it. But um, how about the rest of you guys? Allison? Um, I'm a little bit conflicted, uh, honestly. I feel like it's something I really I do want to find out the ending because I do want to find out where this is all going. Um, and I do want to find out more about the world. Like, I, I do really want to find out what the deal is with like the seventh level of the abyss. So I feel like I probably would. Um, that being said, I don't know if I'd be, like, looking for it. So I feel like I could probably get to a point where I, I'd realize, oh, it's out after not even, like, even thinking about it for a while. So um, I probably would, though. I'm sure Alex will tell you. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Andre? Uh, do we know there are only seven levels to the abyss, or is that just like that's no one's been to the seventh level? I think seven is the next level. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is this just like a Dante's Inferno type thing? Like, it's just a hole directly into hell. <laughs> I got the feeling there were like ten or like a round maybe. number. Maybe I don't know. Oh, can we just say real quick that that map that they show over and over again is super cool? Oh, like, I yeah, want that. Yeah. I want. Pretty I will sick. put that on my wall. Also, <laughs> I think one of the sorry, I forgot to mention one of the coolest scenes, or at least one of the scenes I liked the most, was the balloon at the end. Yeah, I just loved that. Actually, yeah. I think that is like legitimately very, very good. Um, just because it kind of shows you how far they've come and it's a very sweet moment. So I, I, I actually really loved it. And mm -hmm. like. 
music degree guy coming in the stuff that they did with the soundtrack at that point was super friggin cool like the instrumentation changes depending on the layer and stuff like that it's it's yeah that that scene alone is worth watching it was nice to look back on like everything that they did throughout the the previous episodes also totally mm. Uh, but to answer the question, uh, I am interested enough in the world and I can see how this could turn more into the kind of anime that I like. Uh, so I would watch a second season. Uh, I would, uh, I would tentatively, tentatively watch a second season provided I know that it is not so dark and depressing. Um, well. I can guarantee you it will be. <laughs> it's probably going to get worse from here. Yeah, and and that and that's sort of the thing is it's a totally like oh like oh objectively I can say that this is a fine anime that people should watch, but for me personally in 2018, like right now in my life, I do not need to seek out a second season on my own. If it gets dubbed eventually in in English next year or whatever, then like maybe I'll look at it. But for me. Right now, it's going to be a a pass unless like this somehow magically swings into like a happier direction, which I don't think that it will. Um, I would say that I'm I maybe actually have the most negative opinion of all of you guys because I don't think I would watch the second season. Um, mm-hmm. I felt the last. I felt the second half of the series um, was a little bit of a slog. I really enjoyed the first half, uh, up to about episode six. And then I think I started to see the way that it was turning and got a lot less, I don't know, a lot less enamored. Um, I would super watch uh, Made in Abyss Shippuden. Like, give me that. <laughs> give me the next stage of this story. I think I want um, to meet the prior stage. Yeah, made, this is made in abyss Z. I want made in abyss. <laughs> um, yeah, so I like. I I don't think I would watch this again. Um, I do. I like first seasons of shows, and oftentimes I don't stay on board. So that's not super unusual for me. Yeah, um, it's. Sorry. Okay. No, I, I was gonna say it's it's weird for me because generally I'm the guy that loves when when anime gets a second season because I I hate I hate it when shows are are like just done so early and they and they never get 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 anything else. So, so you'd think that like oh no they're continuing the story like yes of course I'll watch more, but like no it it just doesn't hook me in that in that sort of way where I have to see what's going like I don't. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so, on that excellent positive note, I think we should maybe end up, end off on this call. I, I will say, like, thanks very much, Alex, for pointing me in the direction of the show because I would not have watched it without you. Yeah, and totally. Yeah, a and I, lot of it. I also is... tried to pick something that wasn't maybe universally going to be loved because I think discussion is more interesting than everyone unilaterally agreeing on the exact same thing. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I, I I love the art. I love the music. Um, I love the world building. And very small sections that I wasn't a huge fan of. Um, so all in all, uh, a good experience. Uh, but I would have preferred 
a slightly different one. Uh, but yeah, again, thanks to Alex. Um, we'll let you know super early for next month's book club uh, review club, I guess. Um, and it's going to be Alison, Andre, or Erica, I guess, who get to take a pick. Um, let's finish off this podcast because it's now gone midnight UK time. Uh, so, uh, Alex, uh, how can people Google you and where, where can they do it? Uh, if you look at MeUndies.com, I'm one of the models there, so you'll <laughs> you'll find me. And Alison? Um, stamps.com slash Alex on MeUndies. That's where you can find me. <laughs> uh, Andre? Uh, it's Twitter at CoolSlaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. Uh, Dragon Ball Super ends uh, next week, so there's time for us to all catch up and watch it in time <laughs> to the end of uh, March. It's only like 130 episodes. Watch like three episodes, a, more than three episodes a day. Three episodes a day? Four? I don't know. Three an hour down. You'll do it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It's nothing else. Uh, and Erica? Um, you could find me on Twitch. Most nights we already recorded today, so not today. Um, <laughs> uh, at twitch.tv slash zupadupa, X U P A H D U P A H, where we're finishing up Yakuza Zero. Um, and also my other podcast, Tempered Expectations, which is about video games and wrestling. <laughs> And uh, finally, uh, thanks again to Chris for subbing in this week for uh, Thank you. the late, great Pat, uh, Patrick Corte. Rip. Uh, Chris, where can people find you on the internet if they wanted to get in touch and talk to you about your opinions? You can find me on Twitter at Wheels1993. That is the year I was born. Um, you can find the guy who, who does my avatar art. His name is Daniel Fu. You can find him at odd underscore particle. Um, yeah, I did talk a lot pay, about. Did he pay for that? No, he didn't. He didn't pay for that. <laughs> uh, y- you can find me talking mostly about video games, wrestling, and currently uh, disability rights because that's a problem here in America, and we need to fix it. So, yeah. Excellent. I hope we have you on again. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, no, I'll do it any any weekend, man. Excellent. Well, yeah. So, like I said, I'm speaking for everyone here. So, out of turn, but uh, it's been great to have you on. And uh, if you are interested in all of my bullshit, then you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SGC. I'm going to stop you right there. I am absolutely not. <laughs> uh, Andre, you follow me on both of those platforms. So <laughs> that before you make the comment, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SGCH. And you can find my cats uh, on Instagram as well, if you are that way inclined. Uh, I've linked them in my profile description on Instagram. So follow me, follow them get solid cat pictures uh, pretty much one a day. Very solid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll vouch for him. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, but I yeah, more of a plasma. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. I- I'm going to go to bed now. Uh, but uh, it's been uh, it's been real. And uh, everybody, please rate, review us on iTunes because that will make us appear higher in set in uh listy things ratings and uh will make it more easy for other people to discover us also if you like us please tell your friends to listen listy like things. comment subscribe <laughs> yeah like comment subscribe to well just subscribe and rate smash that like listy things button. 
you like <laughs> give us a thumbs up. If you don't, give us a thumbs down. Either way, it's okay. It's just the algorithm. Thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, thanks everyone, and uh, let's end that one there. All right. Bye, Good everybody. Night. Bye, everyone. Bye. I'll speak to you guys next Bye. week. Bye. Bye.